Welcome back to the first episode of the new year and also the spring semester of The State for Monday, January 9th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. Hopefully everyone had a safe and healthy winter break and is excited to start the new semester here at Michigan State University. For our first headline of the semester, focusing on campus news, MSU submitted its Title IX plan in a legal battle with members of the women's swim team. A judge ruled in August that MSU is out of compliance and ordered the university to submit a plan outlining how the university regained compliance. MSU's plan contends it is still in compliance and that if it isn't, the issue would not be fixed with a swim and dive team. This lawsuit came following MSU's decision to cut the swim and dive team. A group of swimmers argue that by cutting a sport with many roster spots for women, the university has changed the gender ratio. Their hope is that MSU will reinstate the women's swim and dive team to fill the alleged participation gap. In the plan, MSU contends it already on track to be compliant without any changes, as current enrollment and athletic participation figures suggest the university will end the year with nine fewer female athletes than males. It goes on to suggest if that gap widens in the future, MSU will close it without adding or cutting entire teams. Instead, the university plans to close it through attrition, which would see spots left by transfers or graduates unfilled so as not to cut athletic opportunities during anyone's time at MSU. Even if MSU is somehow made to fill that nine-athlete gap, its compliance plan suggests it wouldn't do so by reinstating the team. The plan points out the average viable NCAA women's swim and dive team has 34.6 members, which would leave the gender ratio more unbalanced than it currently is. According to a deposition of former MSU athletic director Bill Beekman, the conversation surrounding cutting the swim and dive team began as early as 2018. Beekman said he began meeting with then-president John Engler over concerns that the department couldn't be successful with 25 sports. These discussions continued beyond Engler's resignation and into the tenure of former President Samuel L. Stanley Jr. They looked at cutting track and field or tennis, but ultimately, facilitates costs made swim and dive their choice. He says that not having a 50-meter pool would be detrimental to MSU's recruitment. Because while NCAA swimmers compete in 25-yard pools like the one in IM West, Olympic swimmers train and compete in 50-meter pools. Beekman says not having an Olympic pool at MSU or even in the Greater Lansing area would deter talented recruits, many of whom hope to compete at the Olympic level and need to train for those trials. For our second headline, focusing on culture, Hidden Lake Gardens, a 55-acre nature preserve owned and operated by Michigan State University, has long been a hidden gem. However, members and staff hope their newest addition, opening this April, will make it a true destination. Since October of 2017, they have been designing, funding, and building a suspension bridge hanging off a 70-foot central tower. The bridge, an idea sparked by a frequent hiker, runs over a valley 
giving visitors an up-close view of the trees without the climb. The bridge sits deep in the property, about a mile's hike from the visitor center. Designers hope this secluded location will create a more tranquil setting and showcase the various hiking trails on the journey out. On December 12th, an inspector approved the addition for visitors officially concluding eight months of active construction. Hidden Lake Horticulture Gardener John Genero said the beauty of the canopy walk is that it will let guests experience nature in a way they couldn't with the currently available trails and drives. The goal is to celebrate nature, not push it to the side with something that attempts to excite visitors. Funding the canopy walk required $1.25 million in donations. Today, Hidden Lake Managing Director Paul Pfeiffer says they've raised over $1.4 million and opened an endowment which will put the excess and future funds towards the long-term maintenance and upkeep of the bridge. The official opening of the bridge is now set for April. Until then, the hiking trails, scenic drives, visitor center, and conservatory are open to visitors. For our final headline of the day, focusing on MSU sports, Michigan State hockey was all too familiar with the penalty box during its 6 to nothing shutout loss to number 12 Ohio State this past Saturday, serving eight penalties for a total of 16 minutes. It was the first time Jager Joshua was sent to the penalty box since MSU's game against Penn State on November 19th, during which he racked up 17 minutes, including a game misconduct infraction. The following week, head coach Adam Nightingale made the decision to bench Joshua for the first game of the team series with Miami, Ohio, Thanksgiving weekend. Sophomore forward Jesse Tucker was also called for roughing alongside OSU's Tyler Duke. After giving up one power play goal on two chances last Friday and six in the last four games, MSU improved its penalty kill efforts during the rematch, allowing OSU to net one out of seven opportunities. With the sweep, OSU extends its winning streak to five, while MSU now extends its losing streak to five. This loss was the biggest shutout the Spartans have suffered thus far. The Buckeyes now sit one point above MSU in conference standings with 21. Despite the fact the team has not won a game in almost a month, Nightingale remains optimistic and said the team is not done learning yet this season. Puck drop for the second series between the Spartans and the Nittany Lions is at 7pm this Friday and Saturday. Before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting sun and a few passing clouds with a high of 40 and a low of 29. Thank you so much for joining us for The State. Produced by the State News and Impact 89FM, you can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.